Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I today have Casper, Casper Thickier, and he is the co-founder and CEO of Zapper.com. And Zapper is in the AR space. Um, we haven't talked about AR on the Marketing Technology Podcast before, so I'm looking forward to hear everything about it. First of all, Casper, please introduce yourself. Uh, uh, well, thanks, Elias. Yes, my name is Casper Tickier. I'm the CEO and one of the co-founders at uh, Zapper. Uh, I guess, in a sentence, um, Zapper's focus is in helping democratize augmented reality um, and for developers and brands and businesses alike. Uh, we need to capture value from from this facilitating technology. So AR, you, we we know AR from I think years ago. At least my knowledge is to I, I think I visited New York uh, in two thousand eight or something. The iPhone just came out, and some of the first apps were actually AR apps, and those were pretty popular back that time. But in the meanwhile, I haven't seen a lot of AR use before. So please bring us up to speed as to what the state of AR currently is. Yes, very much so. Well, well, I guess from a Zappa perspective, we, we've been in and around the industry for 11 years. Um, and I always describe AR, AR years a bit like dog years. Um, it's actually an awfully long time in technology uh, uh, and for, uh, for uh, AR uh, in particular. And I guess over that period, there are obviously a, a couple of big moments that took it uh, more into the public consciousness and the mainstream, um, which was um, Pokemon Go um, and the work that Pokemon did uh, in terms of bringing AR into that sort of really large location-based sort of gaming situation. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there was also Snap um, and Snap sort of really doing a, a clever thing of trying to recalibrate how we talk about AR because augmented reality is quite an awkward term really um, uh, for most people. And so talking about it more as a camera capability and also about sort of filters um, uh, that you could have and these sorts of special lenses. Uh, and I think that's the other thing that then, you know, it, in terms of the, the hundreds of millions of people using AR, um, again, for something that is more surprise and delight, sort of uh, catapulted it further into public consciousness. I think more recently, uh, the the big shift has been the move from AR being something that you could uh, you know, download in a native app mm-hmm. to being something that you can now actually access through the web using web AR. And so we're seeing lots of different types of use case for AR coming through um, from everything from a virtual try-on um, for, say, uh, spectacles or footwear, uh, yeah. To pro- product visualization, of course, for for furniture in your room or consumer electronics or white yeah. goods, etc. Um, there's just general brand storytelling. You know how um, you know uh, around a, a key, say, unique selling point um, or or a brand's purpose, like sustainability. How you can bring that to life uh, through um, uh, sort of spatial storytelling. Um, a, a way to enhance competitions or promotions, you know, through digital rewards or little gamified digital mechanics. Um, indeed, you know, a, a big move into sort of connected products. Um, so, you know, how AR um, works off packaging, you know, how you turn passive prints into an always on almost digital discovery channel. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's sort of more location-based activations as well. So there's lots of different ways that then, I guess, the, the use of camera uh, and how you can project and storytell um, uh, in the space around you um, it is being used by brands and businesses. Um, so I think we've always taken the view that uh, AR really is all about how do you build um, uh, important end-user benefits as opposed to focusing too much on just the technology and how it works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love the use cases that you just mentioned. I use them all the time. So <laughs> I just had to had a, needed a little refresh of my memory to yeah. actually you know, know what AR actually is, is used for nowadays, because especially, well, the spectacles example, uh, we both wear spectacles. So it's, yes. it's, it's um, I've used it like recently on, I think, Charlie Temple's website um, mm. to, to try on glasses. And it's mm. typically, it's a breakthrough, I guess, for an industry where you would never have imagined that you would buy something like spectacles online, right? Yes. So, and now you just, I just ordered them and uh, they turned out to be great, um, but I tried them on like uh, online, and, and you know, so um, I'm. I know you know I'm, I might be a little further than other people, you know, ordering stuff online and trying things out. But um, can you share anything about the results of? Well, maybe maybe some some examples of companies that are using AR and the results they're seeing from the use of it. Yeah. Well, probably the best place to start is I mean, what's so nice is that there's a, um, a a growing number of of reports and and research and data out there um, around the efficacy of of AR and and um, you know we we've committed to doing our own research around um, uh, uh, you know almost the, the the neuroscience the functioning of the brain and you know how um, AR um, affects people's visual attention and their memory encoding but there's also reports from say Snap and Meta around this stuff. Um, and, and, and what's nice is it's all very, very consistent, you know, and what we see from the data is that so 71% of people say they would shop more often using AR. So there's 78% say AR is a, is a fun way to interact with brands. Um, uh, and indeed, we're seeing a sort of a 94% higher conversion rate um, after people have interacted with products that have AR experiences, just like the Spectacles ones that, 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 that you described there. Um, and so... You know, I think it's about uh, AR's ability to grab people's attention. It's a very active um, uh, sort of engagement and impression. Um, uh, and it does then, you know, create this um, greater connection with people. Um, uh, and they're more likely to remember it, and more likely to go through and, uh, and, and click the button to, to, to go through to purchase. Um, and so I think what's what's been really um, interesting is to see that sort of 75% of business leaders, you know, are now saying they plan to use AR um, or indeed VR by by 2023, uh, which is around the corner now. Mm-hmm. Um, and indeed, 42% of marketers um, plan to increase their investment in AR and VR this year. And I th- so I think what's nice to see is that there is a sort of um, uh, a bit of a momentum finally around um, uh, uh, the use of AR, and I think that is driven by the by the data. Um, uh, and we do see that across different sectors, um, for, for sure. Um, and, and so it sort of makes sense when you think that, I mean, I always describe kind of, I guess, the AR moments as, um, you know, active learning through doing. Uh, there is something um, still magical about AR when seen through a, a mobile device that can't help but um, uh, hold your attention. 
Um, and then if we can build the right narratives into that experience, uh, whether that is for surprise or delight, or actually it is uh, for a specific utility or, or, or sort of e-commerce opportunity, um, then it can be a very powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, I, I know a lot of marketers that are listening probably are enthusiastic about the use of AR, but don't know where to start when they would want to start using it. So where do where do marketers start if they want to, let's say, have an AR functionality on their website, in their web shop or whatsoever? How, how do they, well, start, basically? Yeah, I mean, I think there's probably two, two important things there. One is um, uh, understanding exactly, as, as with any sort of marketing challenge, what, what is it that you're trying to achieve? And actually, is... AR the best solution to that problem because it isn't always actually um, and and so I, I definitely would counsel away from starting with oh we want to do some AR right where do we start I think it's got to be what is the problem we're trying to solve um, of all the different types of um, technologies or platforms that we could use to to solve this is, is AR the right one um, and then actually um, the framework that we use um, as a business is what we call um, the five C's for success um, which is you know, simply thinking about um, the the context, uh, uh, how we control that environment, how the call to action is going to work, what the content is going to be, and how we communicate that to people. And that first C of context is the all important one, which is is really thinking about that exact moment that you are expecting someone to use their phone and their camera, uh, and what that would feel like in that moment. Um, uh, and, and so, you know, typically that's all the normal questions you'd imagine about, well, who's your target audience? Where are they? What kind of device they have? What network connectivity do they um, uh, have available to them? Do they have a hand free to hold their phone? Um, actually, how uh, dexterous are they? You know, is this kids or um, mm-hmm. or um, sort of an older audience um, uh, for that control piece? You know, what's going on with the lighting, the, 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 the sort of the sound? Um, uh, in that environment, you know, um, what happens at night, night and day, different seasons, is it inside, is it outside? All those things, because when you think about trying to do, um, you know, tell stories in spatial computing, the one thing we don't have an awful lot um, of control of is, is exactly how every single person will be using their phone relative to the space around them in that moment. So you have to really think quite deeply about how you, you know, are putting yourself in, in uh, their shoes in that in that in that perspective Mm -hmm. and then i think content wise it is actually really starting with approach that that less is more it's very easy to get carried away with creating very very ambitious ar projects when actually a lot of the time kind of um making something that is a bit more sort of um, bite-sized and snackable and discreet um and um beautiful because of its simplicity are the things that work particularly well um uh, and then obviously making people aware of what to do that sort of call to action um and and how and, and how to do it because clearly there are some, still some steps to get into an ar experience be that through a native app or indeed where they are so you know you need to really signpost that well uh, and um uh, and then think about what that context um, and, and content should be so i think what's interesting about ar is that it's not you know the technology just needs to work you know um uh, and, and obviously at Zappa, we have a platform that allows people to um, create um, and publish 
that content and indeed you know um, arrange it in a in a CMS within their projects etc. So in a way, we want to take a lot of the complexity of the technology and how you set that up out of it. That's the you know that's that's for us to do, so that we could think more about actually the normal sort of marketing processes of of you know, who's our audience, what's our goal, what does success look like, you know, um, etc. So it's it, it shouldn't sit outside. Um, if you like, on its own as a sort mm-hmm. of AR track. It should be part of the marketer's broader tool set, really. Cool. So that, that five-step uh, approach really works um, mm. and you, you have uh, broad experience there. Um, mm. Given your experience, would you say that AR works in in all industries or is it more a B2C or do you, is it, is it a B2B and B2C or does it work in specific industries or areas? So what can you share on that? Uh, I mean, it definitely works both, you know, B2C, B2B, B2B2C. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so we, the areas that, that we tend to focus on, and there are many more than this, um, but we've certainly seen great success in how AR is used in retail um, uh, and, you know, how it can be used to sort of reimagine um, loyalty and shopper marketing promotions, um, uh, you know, almost using the camera as a new canvas, if you like, for digital promotions and customer engagement. Um, uh, we talked about connected um, packaging and, and products, you know, that that sense of being able to um, give to end users more information about that product, especially when people are hungry now. We've got more conscious conscientious consumers really sort of demanding to know about the sort of uh, the ingredients and the uh, the sort of um, uh, sustainable credentials of the products that they purchase. Um, uh, and there's only limited amount of space that you're going to have on a product from a design perspective. So actually being able to bring that to life through AR and deliver that additional information is a really powerful thing to do. Um, you know, but but then we have loads of work, you know, for, um, um, a launch we're coming up um, uh, with with Legoland here in, in the UK, with sort mm-hmm. of you know, adding a digital layer to, you know, uh, an attraction or a museum, um, you know, is a great use case for AR um, or how it can create sort of um, sort of um, uh, different digital play patterns for, for toys, for instance. Um, you know, there's, there's, it, it's sort of, there are so many different ways it could go. You know, for the I guess the B two B piece, you know, we do a lot of work around um, uh, sort of uh, learning and development. You know, how it can be used for um, sort of onboarding um, uh, employees. Sure, yeah. um, how it might be used to to um, speak to a uh, kind of uh, disconnected workforce um, about uh, new initiatives that are coming up within an organisation um, uh, used for training purposes. It really is. Um, you know, wherever, um, I mean, if you think about it, AR can be applied to print products, points of sale, um, places, even faces, if you like. Um, mm-hmm. And so there are all this, you're, it's almost like seeing the world again as, uh, a, as a, a digital overlay. And it's just thinking about, well, where would that be um, helpful or useful or beneficial to whoever that end person is, whether it is internal staff, your customers, or your end consumers. Wow, I'd, I'd love to see that one on Legoland because I'm a big Legos fan. So um, oh, yeah, <laughs> I cool. need to see that and check yeah. that out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've, you've made me very enthusiastic about mm-hmm. the use of AR um, mm-hmm. and probably some listeners as well. So the obvious question probably that, that arises here is like, how difficult is it to get started? And 
probably combined with that, how how what kind of an investment should we mm. take into account? Yeah, um, it, it is one of those ones of it depends, I guess. It is very easy to get involved. I mean, um, you know, I guess because we've always had this mission of democratizing AR, um, quite a lofty goal, really. But that that the intent there was to make sure that we could make the 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 creation of AR something that was open to everyone um, mm-hmm. of, of any ability, really. So so we have a, a, a sort of low no code solution uh, so sort of say similar to a, to a canva if you like um, mm-hmm. that allows anyone um, to um, use zapworks as our tool uh, zapworks designer uh, and they can go on and they can make really really expressive um, uh, ar content using that tool um, but all the way through then to much more sort of seasoned um, i guess coders and developers who um, then can make you know uh, quite intricate and um, uh, uh, sort of ar experiences with uh, different interactions and timelining and, and sort of uh, gamified elements, if you like. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and so I guess the, the barrier to actually create content, I'd say, is is, is very low. Um, uh, indeed, you know, I guess um, and there are an increasing number of uh, digital agencies and, and marketing agencies that then would use our tools to make that on their on their clients' behalf. Um, or it might be an internal team that uses it, or they might want to speak to, to us. We have an internal studio who can, can help with that as well. Um, so uh, getting going and, and getting started, super easy. Um, I think investment really depends on um, uh, what type of activity you're trying to do. I mean, w- we always would advocate that you need to think about, uh, you know, almost not think about AR, but think about your business having a camera capability. And what does your brand look like through a lens? Um, and that is something that, you know, I guess much like sort of native apps in the past or a website, that is something that exists, you know, 365 days a year, 24-7. So, so, so almost you need to think of it as an always-on approach um, to this camera capability on mobile. And therefore, um, you know, what, it, it's almost thinking about a uh, putting a spend against that within your you know, overall kind of marketing uh, budget. Um, uh, single activations can cost anywhere from, you know, typically around £20,000 all the way up to hundreds of thousands of pounds, depending on so many factors um, of, of the level of um, sort of complexity, touch points, you know, um, uh, etc. Et so, um, but I would always say that, um, AR, you know, isn't made better by just spending lots more money. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't have to be expensive. Again, it comes back to that sort of beautiful simplicity of the experience um, and actually how you're trying to connect with that end audience to deliver the, you know, the end result that you're looking for. Um, and so, you know, it's always it's always um, useful to know what a budget is at the start of the process, but then it's about cutting cloth accordingly. Love it. Love it. So, Casper, uh, I think you gave some really good food for thought here for the marketers that are listening. And at least you've you've made me very enthusiastic about AR and probably the, the listeners as well. So thank you very much for being on the Marketing Technology Podcast. I will share a link to your LinkedIn profile as well as a link to uh, zapper.com. To, for people that might be interested and they can reach reach out to you on LinkedIn probably. And um, again, thank you very much, Casper, for being on the Marketing Technology Podcast. 
No, thank you, Alice. I enjoyed it greatly. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.